Kara. Megan. Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, I have ghost stories for you today. I love it. This is the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. I'm Kara. <laughs> I'm Megan. <laughs> Who are you? Kara. Kara. Uh, yep, that's me today. I'm Megan. I'm Megan. <laughs> What's happening? We've been recording for a while today, okay? Because we're, fine. we're fine. trying to record up some things since we're taking a couple weeks off. So here we go. Hello. It's got to go store it. All right. This is from Alicia. 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 Cara. Hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> hey, Karen. Megan. I'm a paranormal investigator. <gasps> I love it already. Amazing. And grew up in my parents' haunted house, so I have a few stories. Please go ahead with Perfect. them. My parents have lived in their house, Denton County, Texas. Ooh, I've been there, actually, since 1991, when I was one. And it was built in the early 80s, but we don't know the history before that, except everything was just land. It's a two-story house. Growing up, I would always hear footsteps crackling the tile (laughs) down the hallway between my room and the stairs. The tile wasn't sealed right, so it would crackle when anyone walked over it. I would also always see three shadow figures at night in my room. (gasps) No, thank you. I never said anything about it until my my mom slept in there and said she saw them. Oh, my god! That would make it so much worse. Yeah. Because I would probably convince myself I was just making it up. It's just from the tree outside. Yes. Recently, they appeared in color, (gasps) and she said they looked like old-time cowboys. Oh. She screamed and hasn't seen them since. Oh, wow. They were like, oh, sorry, (laughs) ma'am. Yeah. Didn't mean to interrupt you. She obviously scared them. I was sleeping over there recently and woke up to a large man, possibly Native American, with long, dark hair and a red leather friend vest with turquoise details. (gasps) That's so crazy. (laughs) Standing beside the bed, looking straight forward toward the door like he was protecting me. Oh, that's cool. It wasn't like ominous. It's kind of hot, actually. Yeah. Um, There was also... (laughs) Megan's got a new book. (laughs) There have also been figures walking down the hall from the living room to the kitchen almost daily. These could be residual spirits. My dad claims he's also seen a child pop its head in the doorway of their bedroom a time or two. Waverly Hills. This was all on the floor of the Forgotten. I didn't know about that floor, and as soon as I stepped into it from the stairs, I just had an overwhelming, heavy, sad feeling, then later heard one of the guys talking about it. I had noise-enhancing headphones on and looked in a room that I kept feeling drawn to and felt like something was in the back corner. Oh. And then I heard a creepy old voice say, Come on in. No, 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 don't. You do the opposite. My boyfriend and I were walking down the hall, and I heard someone asking questions. And then I saw eight dark figures sitting in a circle up ahead of us. So I told him to watch out because people were sitting on the floor. We get up to them, and no one was there. Oh. Someone was following my boyfriend the whole time on that floor, and it stopped when we got to the stairs. I decided to go back one more time, and something pulled on his backpack. Like they didn't want him to go back down the hall. Oh. Yorktown Hospital in Yorktown, Texas. I had a female spirit talk directly in my ear. Oh, my God! No headphones or spirit box. Oh, that gives me chills. A couple hours later, I had a male spirit do the same thing. <gasps> but when he stopped, my whole head started ringing and I felt nauseous. Oh. One of the rooms across from a nurse's station made me feel sad. So I bought my equipment in and something interacted with me for about 15 minutes, but I still don't know why exactly they were sad. Oh. Something copied my voice asking, what's your favorite color when I was in the basement? Also in the basement, I had equipment set up and was taking pictures. I caught an old man's face and a large mist. I walked to it to see where it was coming from and I either walked into it or it walked into me. 
when I got to the entrance of the room and I felt chills all over. Oh, my gosh. We were in the boiler room and my friend was sitting next to me. He started to feel sick, so he got up. And as soon as he did, I felt something come quickly toward me and could feel a second thing off to the side behind the one closest to me. I asked someone to take a picture and two orbs were in the picture with me. Whoa. I know. Yoakum Hospital in Yoakum, Texas. My first official investigation back in 2018, and I've been hooked ever since. I felt something bad beside me and asked someone to point the SLS toward it, and there was a stick figure. Oh, <gasps> no. Oh. Thank you. I also saw a large orange electricity ball watching us. When I raised my light to it, it shot to the side and hid like, oh, crap, she saw me. <laughs> oh, no. West Virginia State Penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> My SLS caught two spirits fighting on the stairs across from the red cell oh in back security. We were upstairs in the psych hall, and something sprinted up the stairs and down the hall, banging on the transparent window-like walls of the dental room. Oh. The Stanley Hotel. <gasps> Ooh. How cool. We want pictures. We were on a tour, and in the basement where a homeless girl stayed in the 70s, now used as a dressing room. She supposedly died there and will close the door if you play her favorite music. Did we hear the story yes. about the homeless girl? Yeah. The yeah. The guy played the music and nothing happened. After everyone cleared out and moved on, my boyfriend and I were ourselves, were by ourselves, and I was checking out the door because it creaked. And I wanted to see if they had it set up to close by a trigger. Oh. It didn't, but the door did close and I felt chills all over my body like she closed the door and walked right through me. <laughs> I know this was a lot, but I hope y'all like them. I have so many, but these are probably my favorites. Oh my gosh, oh. Alicia, I love them. Yes. Yes, that I love that. That is so fun. I think we being, love pictures. Yes. I think being a paranormal investigator is so cool. It would be really cool. Yeah. I think I'd be so... Oh, yeah. I would have so many stories that would scare me. Yeah, same. Like, I love hearing them. Yeah. But I don't know that I would want to personally experience right. that many. Same. Yeah. I, I like being able to be detached enough to tell uh -huh. myself, maybe these aren't real. Maybe I'm not <laughs> seeing this. Even though I fully this. believe right. every story she has, yeah. I don't need to yeah, be yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. This one is from Liz. Hey, Liz. Howdy, Kara, Megan, and the Trash Witch. Oh, she's for sure in here. Well done. She has been bothering us all day. Mm -hmm. I almost forgot to send my story in by the deadline. Listen, there's not a deadline No, there's anymore. no more deadline. Just, send them just in. Keep, keep them coming. I have a cottage cat's... A terrific broom, hair that frizzes readily, and I'm just now realizing I'm the witch I always wanted to be. <laughs> oh, she came out of that broom closet. My story is vintage like me. Oh, oh I love cool. you. Oh, yeah. This is from 1994. I was a new mom and a newlywed working on an English degree in Newport News, Virginia. Oh, how cool. My then husband took me out for Valentine's Day, but right up until we left, I was working on a paper. Since it was the days of dialing directly onto a local server, Local in the geographic sense, not a local drive. My computer was not online. And since it was the days of CRT monitors that would burn out, <laughs> my screensaver with the stars whooshing by was on. Oh, oh my, my God. God. I totally. She goes, y'all are younger, so I'm not sure if you remember those. I absolutely yeah. do, and I love yeah. them. When we got home, I could see some light coming from upstairs and made him come up with me to put the baby down and saw the guest room lit up by the monitor and Word Perfect was open. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, this was a long time ago, and wow, we had three bedrooms. Real estate in Virginia in the 90s was so cheap. <laughs> Instead of the paper I was writing, which was saved and closed like I remembered, there was a new document open, and it said, Hanses, 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 over and over again, what? maybe a dozen times, and ended mid-word, Han. <gasps> Whoa. I yelped, and the old dude came in, which I'm <laughs> <it's> her <laughs> husband, and said, Whoa, what's that? I checked the phone and got a dial tone. 
And who would dial into our home computer anyhow? The document wasn't named, and I cannot fathom why I didn't save it. Oh, my gosh. We decided our ghost must be a friendly kid who just wanted to hang out since the message was so innocuous. But we still brought the baby to bed with us that night. Yeah. Sometimes we'd hear banging upstairs while we were downstairs. But my mom, who was an engineer, pointed out that it only happened when we opened the kitchen door and it was an airflow issue. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. I didn't give it much thought after a little while, so we moved to another house and never heard from the Hanses again, or so I thought. Oh. A couple years ago, the friend I sold it to when I moved to Seattle, she said the house, she mentioned that when they moved to another house, it cost 85000 And then when she moved to Seattle, she said houses are not 85000 <laughs> No. She said the friend that she sold her first house to sent me some photos of her remodel of the kitchen and bathroom, which she promised to do when I told her I'd always wanted to launch those rooms into the sun. Mm-hmm. And she said, yeah, Hanses was pretty activated about it. Yeah. <gasps> Pardon? Oh, you know, the ghost. She'd heard me tell the story at a party, and that's where she got the name, but apparently the random banging and knocking followed us from one end of town to the other and settled in the kids' bedrooms. She said it freaked her out when it happened, but would stop whenever she said, simmer down there, Hanses. (gasps) Right? I sure wish I had a cool origin story, but all I've got is one slightly spooky word and a witchy friend. (laughs) I'm not especially ghost sensitive, apparently, because my new husband and I spent our wedding night in a haunted hotel and everything was totally normal except the exciting life change. (laughs) Thanks for the wonderful podcast. My friend Kristen told me about it. What prompted her, whenever I get off the phone with my daughter, one of my Virginia friends, that accent just pops right out. Kristen heard the old Southern and Exile code switch lag and said, hey, that reminds me, you should check this out. And if y'all are podcast famous enough to have a P.O. box for listeners sending you stuff, there's a terrific Bobby Yaga children's book I wanted to share, which oh, she did. Yes. Yeah, that's the cutest book. We loved it so much. So, yeah, oh, that's so wild, especially gosh. that the ghost stuck around. Yes. Ooh, that's crazy. Oh. Ooh. But the ghost, like, figured out how to use the computer. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Whoa. I mean, that reminds, it's like the whole thing in, uh, you know, what's all oh, the Jack Nicholson movie where it's like. All work and no play yeah, makes, yeah. Yeah. makes Jack a dull boy. Mm-hmm. Here's another one okay, from Delilah, which is one of my favorite names I in the world. Love Delilah so much. Growing up, my family has always had an affinity. Wait, can you please read Delilah's last no, name? No, no, I cannot. Oh, Thank you for that. Delilah's last name's not on here. No, nope, okay. she doesn't have one. Okay, I'm Delilah. pretty sure Delilah just goes by Delilah, like <laughs> Madonna and Prince. <laughs> it's a very difficult last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, growing up, my family has always had an affinity for the paranormal. It seems we have always chose historically old houses to live in, but it may just be because of our area being northern Kentucky, which is lovely. Yeah. Kentucky is a great place mm-hmm. alongside the Ohio River Valley. I was a skeptic growing up because I never had anything compel me to believe until my family and I moved several years back to a house built in the early 1800s. Mm. It had been cosmetically touched up, but a lot of the original woodwork, doors, and layout still intact. When you first walked in, you had an old parlor room with the original French sliding doors. One of the first few weeks living there, my father fell asleep in the room beside the parlor room in the recliner. He swears that night he saw a shadow of a woman pass by the French doors. (laughs) I thought he was just not used to the new house, even though he had never, ever believed in ghosts or acknowledged the possibility of a shadow being a person before. Our first few months, they were fine. Creaky floors and doors, sure, but all accountable for the old house. Until my special needs little brother started to act weirdly towards the parlor room. He is nonverbal and handicapped, usually in his wheelchair. But you can still read his reactions to things by facial expressions and body language. 
At night, he would often blink, stare into the corners of the room, and then suddenly be unnerved by something and look away real quick. I would get weirded out by that behavior, but just tried to joke it off. One day, while talking to a school nurse, she had told me he had been messing with her, typing some stuff on his speaking tablet. When I asked what he had typed, she said, ghost. (gasps) Never up to that point had he typed it before. I didn't even think he knew what a ghost was. Oh, my gosh. I avoided taking him into the parlor room at night until the most compelling experience had happened a few weeks after. I wheeled my brother. He is unable to move himself. Parallel to a window he liked sitting at, locked his master brake that stops his wheelchair from moving at all, and went to the kitchen. (gasps) Sometime later, my father shouts for me. I quickly go to see what's going on, and he is staring at my brother, who is now in the middle of the parlor room, facing back at us. (gasps) He told me he was doing laundry when my brother's wheelchair started to clack with metal where his seatbelt hits his wheels when he's moved to find him about four feet from where he'd been by the window. No one had moved him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) I'm so stressed. My father was just in the next room and would have seen if someone had else had went past. Worst part, when I went to wheel him out of the room, his master brake was still on. It was still locked. So there's no way. Oh, my gosh. Needless to say, after that encounter, not only did I believe in ghosts, but contacted the town's historian to find out who had lived and maybe passed in the house. A woman named Sophia passed away in the mid-1800s in the house. Also found out at the time, a custom was to just hold the funeral at home so the deceased had lived. Before a reason not recorded, Sophia's funeral was held somewhere else. We made peace with Sophia and cleansed the house, and the parlor room hasn't been a problem since. Oh, Oh, that's so smart, Lila. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I would be like, nope, we're moving. (laughs) Sorry. But that's a good idea. Like, if Sophia was like, I was supposed to have a funeral here, and I didn't. This is my home. Wow. I'm so glad they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So there you go, guys. There's three ghost stories for you. My gosh. Yeah. Those are I just so love good. these when you guys send them. I know. In. Please keep sending them. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being patient with us. Yes. We love you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>